What's up, peeps? It's Vic. You're tuned in to The Rewiring, an informative and motivational podcast for young adults. I discuss current events, tips on improving mental and physical state, as well as tips on how to invest into your career choices. Every topic is meant to lend a helping hand, so if you're looking for a bit of a push or a pull, then I'm your man. Stay tuned. Last episode, we talked about the school system and what their plans were on the future of the academic school year. Today, I'll be diving into a topic that seems to never come to a cease. Flat Earth versus Round Earth Believers. Flat Earth versus Round Earth. Now, for a long time, there has been a constant debate about whether or not the Earth is shaped in a sphere or flat, with a dome hovering over it. When it comes to this particular topic, people tend to get very emotional and scientific. Most of us only believe that the Earth is shaped in a sphere because this is all we've known and been taught since children. But is this true or false? Now, when it comes to the flat earth believers, they claim that we have all been brainwashed by NASA and the government to believe what they want us to, which is a round earth. So where's the evidence? According to LiveScience.com, the leading flat earth theory holds that the earth is a disk with an arctic circle in the center in Antarctica, a 150 foot tall wall of ice around the rim. NASA employees, they say, guard this ice wall to prevent people climbing over and falling off of the disc. Wow, that really gets me thinking. Could this also be a part of the reason that Antarctica is rapidly melting? The theory doesn't end there. There's the theory that flat earthers believe that the photos of the globe are photoshopped. GPS devices are rigged to make airplane pilots think they are flying in a straight line around a sphere when they are actually flying in a circle above a disk the motive for world governments concealment of the true shape of the earth has not been asserted but flat earthers believe it is probably financial this topic receives so much attention that even celebrities speak about it for example on january 25th 2016 rapper and singer bobby ray simmons jr other known as bob released a track called flatline in which he disses astrophysicist Neil deGrasse Tyson after the two had a Twitter battle over the sphericalness of the planet. B.O.B. is convinced Earth is flat. A day earlier, the rapper tweeted, No matter how high in elevation you are, the horizon is always eye level. Sorry, cadets. I didn't want to believe it either. Hmm. Could B.O.B. speaking out against theories be the reason his career has seemed to fall off? Who knows? Round Earth. Now, we've heard the spill from the flat earthers let's get the tea on the round earth believers now according to crosstalk.sale.com here are seven ways to prove that the earth is indeed a sphere now one way they say that you can prove and see for yourself that earth is a sphere is that you should watch a ship sail off to sea now the reason that they say that is because if you are able to watch a ship sail off the sea, watch its mass and flag as it fades off into the distance, you will notice that, in fact, it does not fade off into the distance at all. Instead, you will see its mass and flag appear to slowly sink. The ship sailed beyond the point at which you would see it, just to be sure. 
bring a pair of binoculars with you so that you can see even farther off into the distance. It's as if you're watching it go over the other side of a hill. This phenomenon can only be explained by a sphere-shaped planet. There are a couple other ways that round earth believers say that this is indeed a fact that the earth is round. And they say that you should watch a lunar eclipse climb a tree. Imagine a vast plain with but one tree smack in the middle. If the earth were flat, your vision would extend exactly as far while standing at the top of the tree. However, the farther you climb, the farther your line of sight would extend to the horizon. That's because parts of earth that we're concealed from, viewed by its curvature, are now revealed because your position has changed. I honestly do not know what to believe at this point. <laughs> Everything I know is a lie. Lord, help me. Now, speaking of lies, let's discuss mental health and a mental struggle that a lot of us have somewhat experienced at a time in our lives. Let's talk about a popular mental disorder by the name of pathological lying. According to Talkspace.com, pathological lying is the chronic behavior of compulsive or habitual lying. Unlike telling the occasional white lie to avoid hurting someone's feelings or getting in trouble, a pathological liar seems to lie for no apparent reason. Not saying that any of you are pathological liars, but we all have experience telling consistent lies in some form, because I know I have, which isn't very good at all, just to mention. <laughs> now, according to Talkspace.com, Tips on how to stop lying and improve is one, to dine on self by truth, regardless of what others are doing. Remember, the truth is often easier. Know what lying is. Stop compulsive lying to protect your reputation. Meet your emotional needs honestly and use self-hypnosis to stop compulsive lying. Now, if you guys want a realistic example of pathological lying, check out the movie Liar Liar by Jim Carrey. If you don't know what lying is... <laughs> then Liar Liar would most definitely show you what it is. Here are some health tips to not only help with your mental strength if you're someone who suffers from this illness, but this will also help with your body and life as well. According to BeFreeGF.com, when most people think of the most vital organ in their body, they tend to think it is their heart. However, the heart comes in close second. It is the brain, because the brain is responsible for so many necessary activities. The brain has a big job to do, and it really needs to be fueled well to function at its full capacity. Plus, it is at risk of deterioration. Like any other organ, maintaining a healthy brain throughout life can prevent brain-related diseases later on. To add on, here are some fruits that they recommend to man a healthy mental. Blueberries, raspberries, strawberries, grapes, cherries, bananas, and kiwis. Mmm, that sounds delicious. And to add on, there are also exercises that helps to quiet the mind and focus. According to yogajournal.com, yoga is a great option when it comes to nourishing the brain. Yoga deepens our understanding of the links between our states of mind and our bodies, and vice versa. Here are a couple yoga poses that you can practice or pass on. Asanas, pranayama, headstands, toe stands to mountain pose, and etc. If you guys wanted further information about this and how to practice these poses, Check out yogajournal.com.
Speaking of building a stronger mind, let's talk a little about how you can build yourself as an entrepreneur. Many of us are still seeking our dream jobs and lifestyle, but what are we doing to improve and make sure those things come into existence? I'll be sharing some tips on how to become a better businessman and businesswoman. Listen up. To have a successful business career, you must spend a wide range of industries, including finance, marketing, entrepreneurship, and of course, management. However, no matter how much you try to be the best businessman or businesswoman, there are certain qualities that if you do not possess or if you do not try to acquire, you will not be able to become the best. According to IED.EU, Institute of Entrepreneurship Development, skills you should have is taking risks, leadership skills, taking initiative, good communication skills, and being reliable. This is the blueprint. I have most definitely copied and pasted these skills into my own business as well. What do I do to independently gain profit and maintain a professional frame? Well, I'm an independent business owner with the foreign exchange market. Now, I am a part of Forex. What does Forex stands for? Forex stands for the foreign exchange market. Now, the foreign exchange market is the largest, most liquid financial market in the world. A $7.6 trillion market to be exact which allows me to work from home and gain profit from my phone. Now, a valuable asset that I utilize most is social media because it helps me push my business to a larger mass. Now, this is what you'll call social media marketing. Social media marketing is the use of social media platforms to connect with your audience to build your brand, increase your sales, and drive website traffic. You guys should really start thinking about how you can utilize all social media platforms, whether that's Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, Snapchat, wherever. You can really gain profit from using these things. And they have served very valuable for many different successful people in all areas of business. And that's what makes social media marketing so great. It does not matter your business type. This can be from doing hair, selling food, fitness. You can promote your business. According to Buffer.com, these are the five core pillars of social media marketing. Number one, strategy. Number two, planning and publishing. Number three, listening and engagement. Number four, analytics and reporting and number five advertising if you guys were looking for more in-depth information about how to advertise your business you should definitely go check out buffer.com for more information and to add on a personal opinion of mine is that i highly recommend you guys to have confidence in what you're doing you want your audience to be interested in what you have to offer for them and have confidence that you will serve as beneficial to them now get out there and give it a try Thank you, everyone, for tuning into a new episode of The Rewiring. Speaking about the true form of the earth, health, and wellness, and a little motivation for the future makes me pleased to know that you guys have consumed this information and are applying it to your lives. Follow my Insta at VecDupree, and this is The Rewiring. I'm outie! What's up, peeps? It's Vec. You're tuned in to a new episode of The Rewiring. 
an informative and motivational podcast for young adults. I discuss current events, tips on improving mental and physical state, as well as tips on how to invest into your career choices. Every topic is meant to lend a helping hand, so if you're looking for a bit of a push or pull, then I'm your man. Stay tuned. Last episode, we talked about two of my favorite holidays, Good Friday and Easter. Today, we'll be discussing the school system and what university's plans are for the remainder of the semester, as well as the upcoming academic school year. Now, this is a discussion that I've been eager to talk about. Now, as we all know, all universities have completely moved to online classes, and Zoom is the main source of communication. Now, there are some negatives and positives to the universities utilizing Zoom for class, and here's a couple. As far as the negatives, students are still having trouble adjusting to online classes because they are so used to meeting in person rather than virtually. That's understandable because transitioning from actually being in class to virtual class has been pretty much difficult for me. Reason being is it's going to take some some getting used to. I have to adjust just like many other students. We're not all good with working online. We'd much rather be face-to-face with our teachers and able to discuss with them in person rather than emailing each other. And it just doesn't work as well as it's planned to be. But this is all we can do right now. So I can't complain. A lot, some, a lot of teachers are doing a very good job at adjusting to this and getting information out to students. But the other half aren't doing so well at this. Teachers are having just as bad of a time adjusting to this situation as the students. Now on to the rest of the negatives. This one is pretty interesting. There have been reports of pornography use while in the class sessions. Wow. Really? Now, according to USA Today, a teacher by the name of Feldman at the State University of New York in Albany stated, someone had posted pornography on a shared screen. Racial slurs followed shortly after. The person responsible remained disruptive, Castle said, by swearing and harassing students in the channel. Eventually, the professor gave up. About 15 minutes in, she apologized and canceled the class. Wow. It's crazy because I've actually experienced something similar to that. I attend Tennessee State University, and students do have a habit of getting on a call and saying different things just for a laugh. And although it's funny sometimes, it's also very immature. Now, another negative is that students are complaining about the professors showing no sympathy by assigning way too many assignments at once and have no idea about the situation the students may be experiencing back home. And this is very much true because I have a couple friends who don't have Wi-Fi back home. They don't do not have access to internet connection. And another thing, for a lot of students, being at school was the only place that kept them motivated and kept them on their grind to get their education and being back home may take them back to old habits they may not be focused on you know getting all the assignments done and once so many assignments are stacked up virtually eventually people are going to say whatever i'm not about to do it so i do understand 
Now, enough of the negative side. Let's get into the positive side. Now, the positive side of the virtual classes is that students can still receive their education, although the university is shut down. And the teachers are way less strict because while at home, students can lay in the bed while still in class. Come on now. You're chilling in the bed. Why you in class? <laughs> now, a lot of students and parents have the question of how are the universities supporting the students? Okay. Now, students at all different universities all across the world put out a petition so that their grades would not be highly affected due to the fact that universities have been closed. And all students do not do well with online rather than in person, like I mentioned earlier. So with that being said, some universities have decided to give students an increased letter grade of whatever they received. For example, if I received a C, it'll be switched to a B. That's wonderful. Next, universities are now in the process of issuing out refund checks to those students who stayed in the residence halls and had meal plan. I actually stayed in the campus apartment, so this is great news. Now, also, some uni universities will still hold a graduation for seniors, and that's fantastic because it's well-deserved. Also, universities are still planning for the upcoming school year. They are going to get scheduled for things such as freshman orientation as well. Now, since the school system seems like it's doing pretty well, let's talk a little about health and wellness. Now, the mental disorder for today goes by the name of narcissistic personality disorder. Now, I've heard the word narcissist a couple times in movies, but I've never heard anyone say anything about a narcissist in person. Now, what is this narcissistic disorder? This is a mental condition in which people have an inflated sense of their own importance a deep need for excessive attention and admiration, troubled relationships, and a lack of empathy for others. But behind this mass of extreme confidence lies a fragile self-esteem that's vulnerable to the slightest criticism. But according to mayoclinic.org, a couple symptoms that you can notice about a person or yourself to know whether or not you have this particular disorder is that a person with this have an exaggerated sense of self-importance, have a sense of entitlement, and require constant excessive admiration, expect to be recognized as superior even without achievements that warrant it, exaggerate achievements and talents, be preoccupied with fantasies about success, power, brilliance, beauty, or the perfect mate, believe they are superior and can only associate with equally special people, monopolize conversations, and belittle or look down on people they perceive as inferior. Expect special favors and unquestioning compliance with their expectations. Take advantage of others to get what they want. Have an inability or unwillingness to recognize the needs and feelings of others. Be envious of others and believe others and envy them. Behave in an arrogant or haughty manner, coming across as conceited, boastful, insist on having the best of everything, for instance the best car or office. Hate to say it, I have some of these characteristics, but that doesn't make me a narcissist, right? You guys can see an actual example of narcissist activity in a movie called Sleeping with the Enemy. You should check it out. There are many different ways you can help yourself if you're someone who suffers from this or know someone who could potentially be a victim. Number one, know what your triggers are. 
manage your impulses, consciously choose a new set of empathetic responses, celebrate the decision you've made to a better person, take responsibility for everything that happens in your life, and practice gratitude. Now, as far as the health side, there are also particular lifestyle changes that can help with this as well. As far as food, you should focus on eating more foods grown from the earth and avoid meats because meat holds pain and that energy of the animal before it died, which is negative. Lastly, practice breathing exercises, which will help calm down the mind overall. Take heed of this information, guys. Once again, I got this information from mayoclinic.org. Go check it out. Speaking of improving yourself, you guys should really start thinking about your futures if you haven't already. Each and every day, you should all think of ways to improve yourselves to become the best version of yourselves. One way to improve is to think about how you can become a better businessman or businesswoman so that you can gain from these habits. Also, think about different ways you can venture out and make more sources of income. Independently, of course. Here's a couple tips on how to become a better businessman or businesswoman. According to Pato.com, get gritty. Grit is the go get em personality. Challenge yourself, be passionate, take risks, and trust yourself. Speaking of taking risks and trusting yourself, that's just what I did when I started investing in myself and became an independent business owner. I am an independent business owner in the largest, most liquid financial market in the world. A $7.6 trillion market to be exact. And it allows me to make two sources of income and also learn a skill set to help me learn to budget my money and spend my money wisely. Now, speaking of budgeting, you guys should really start thinking about how you can prevent yourself from spending unnecessary money. There are ways to help you guys learn to refrain from going to stores and just spending, spending, spending rather than saving, saving, saving. Use your money to invest into yourself. Invest into your dreams and passions. You know, there's nothing wrong with wanting to just treat yourself to a nice outfit or some junk food, but you really want to start refraining from doing those things and just spending your money on ways to help you gain even more finances. Here's how. Now, according to moneyorder30.com, there are a couple different ways that you can learn to budget your money. Number one, track your spending automatically. You can do this easily by using the single card method. This is when you use a single debit or credit card for all of your purchases and you let technology do your tracking for you. Step two, know your monthly nut. You should start jotting down all of your monthly expenses, such as car notes, rent, and etc. See how much you will have left over. And if you don't have enough to live off of, you should really start thinking about earning more income. Step three, put your money on autopilot. This helps to eliminate any anxiety that you may have. Think about whether or not you paid your bills or not. So with your money on autopilot, it automatically pays your bills for you. And last but not least, step four, spend the rest without worry using a spending allowance. Now, this is the money that you have left over after your monthly expenses and savings. So this is the money that you can use to go out and buy anything that you want. Now, this is smart spending, people. Once again, I got this information from moneyunder30.com. If you want further information about budgeting and smart spending, make sure you go check it out. Thank you guys for tuning into a new episode of The Rewiring. Speaking about where the school system stands at the current time, health and wellness, and a little motivation for the future makes me pleased to know that you guys have consumed this information and are applying it to your lives. In the next episode, I'll be diving into a topic that seems to never come to a cease. Flat Earth versus Round Earth Believers. 
Thank you guys for tuning in. Follow my Insta at VecTheBrief for updates on upcoming shows. Catch me again on the next episode of The Rewiring. I'm outie! What's up, peeps? It's Vec. You're tuned in to The Rewiring, an informative and motivational podcast for young adults. I discuss current events, tips on improving mental and physical state, 
and as well as tips on how to invest into your career choices. Every topic is meant to lend a helping hand. So if you're looking for a bit of a push or pull, then I'm your man. Stay tuned. Last episode, we talked about the 2020 presidential election. Today, I'll be talking to you about the well-respected holiday, Good Friday, and as well as the holiday trailing right behind it, Easter. God is Friday. Man, speaking of Friday, today is Good Friday. Now, I know a lot of people may not know of Good Friday, and the other half may know about Good Friday, but for me personally, I did not know what Good Friday was until about a year ago. (laughs) And I'm a Christian at that. Just a little background about Good Friday. Good Friday is a Christian holiday commemorating the crucifixion of Jesus and his death at Calvary. Now, Good Friday is like a cool, laid-back holiday where Christians just show their gratitude to Jesus and thank him for his sacrifice on the cross for our sins. Now, the holiday trailing right behind Good Friday is Easter, landing directly on Sunday. Easter Sunday, people! There's like one of my favorite holidays because I used to always love, right after service, the... uh, the people of the church, they would have like an Easter hunt for the kids. You know, I'd always go and <laughs> be fighting with my siblings over the money egg. I really wanted that money egg. I didn't care if it was a dollar to five dollars to ten. I wanted that money egg. So I really loved that. And and it just saddens me that due to the pandemic going around, it seems as though there will not be any Easter egg hunts going on after services this year. Or... Easter egg hunts at all. Man, I must say this pandemic is most definitely killing the holiday spirit. But life goes on. All we can do is just keep our heads up and keep on pushing forward. Just because we can't physically celebrate the holiday, it does not mean that you can't celebrate the holiday within your hearts. Stay positive, people. Now, speaking of positivity, let's talk a little about a mental disorder that affects a mass group of people and some steps that they can take to improve this particular time in their lives. And I know that there are many different mental disorders, but we're going to be talking about and targeting one in specific, and that is the bipolar disorder. Now, according to www.nimh.gov, the bipolar disorder formerly called manic depressive illness or manic depression, is a mental disorder that causes unusual shifts in mood, energy, activity levels, concentration, and the ability to carry out day-to-day tasks. Now, with that being said, there are three different types of bipolar disorders. All right, All three types involve clear changes in mood, energy, and activity levels. These moods range from periods of extremely up- elated, irritable, or energized behavior, known as manic episodes, to very down, sad, indifferent, or hopeless periods, known as depressive episodes. Less severe manic periods are known as hypomanic episodes. The three different types include 
bipolar 1 disorder, bipolar 2 disorder, and cyclodemic disorder. Now that you guys know what this particular disorder consists of, there are ways to improve this disorder. Now, based off of personal beliefs, I don't believe in taking medication, but experts do recommend most people take medications based on the severity of your case. According to medicalnewstoday.com, some natural remedies they recommend are counseling, cognitive behavior therapy, sleep, and for dietary and nutritional options, eat leafy greens, lemons, which regulate blood pressure, avocados, apples, and drink green tea. And if you guys were looking to do some research of your own, once again, the website that I checked out was medicalnewstoday.com. All right. Now, there are mental exercises as well that you can do. According to verywellmind.com, they recommend that you do actual intense workouts, which will strengthen your willpower and to overcome stress and pain. All right. Learn something new. Use your opposite hand to access the opposite side of your brain. Socialize, which will just overall help you to get out of that mindset of thinking about negativity all the time and to meditate. I highly recommend meditation because it gives you the time to cleanse your mind of the negative thoughts. All right. For however long you decide to meditate, just take the time to just cleanse your mind and not think of anything at all. Just focus in on your breathing. And I guarantee you once that time is up, you'll feel a whole lot lighter. So you should really start thinking about practicing these skill sets if you are somebody who struggle with this particular disorder and not only helping yourself with it, but telling someone else about it who you know who are experiencing this particular disorder as well. Now, if you were looking to get more information about this particular topic, I got this information from verywellminds.com and www.nimh.gov. Go check it out. Now, speaking of checking things out, check this out. Now, I want to help you guys learn how to become better businessmen and business women. Now, due to my experience as an independent business owner, I know that I am the right person to provide you with this information. Now, before I inform you about my particular business, I'll be providing you guys with some characteristics that you should think about adopting before you start your own business or want to become the best businessman or businesswoman you can be. According to lifehack.org, you should work to reduce your fears, visualize your future on a daily basis, get honest with yourself, what you need to work, think about what you need to work on, be open to observe new information, be prepared to commit, work on your people skills, and most of all, network. Now, speaking about becoming a better businessman, let's talk about my business. Now, why, why do I want to talk about my business? Well, I want to spread the wealth. I want to make sure that you guys get this information so that you can spread it on to your family and friends as well. Because this opportunity is life-changing. Very much life-changing. Listen up. Now, I am an investor. An investor that invests his money to gain more money. That's basically what I do. But that's not it. I am a part of Forex. What is Forex? Forex stands for the foreign exchange market. All right? 
The foreign exchange market is the largest, most liquid financial market in the world. A $7.6 trillion market to be exact. And I have access to all of it. Now, due to the fact that I have applied these skill sets from lifehack.org on how to become a better businessman or businesswoman, I have most definitely made it to the next level. I figured that if I was going to maintain my status as an independent business owner, I was going to have to have a change of mind. I was going to have to get wiser. I was going to have to get smarter. So I decided to develop some skill sets that would get me to the next level. I noticed in myself and other people that staying stagnant in your knowledge will only hold you back from more success. There is power in knowledge. So I acted on it. I figured if I could enhance my skills, then I could make it to the next level and started seeing actual results. My main focus is to break generational curses for not only myself, but for other people as well. So I started staying up late. I told myself that I was going to be committed to figuring out what it is that I could do to make sure that I could break generational curses and make sure that my family and other families were financially free for the rest of their lives. And that's how I ran into the foreign exchange market. My message to you guys is that you should start focusing on what's most important to you and you really believe in it. At that moment, you'll become a magnet and the universe will supply. And the reason behind me saying all this is that manifestation does exist. If you put the mindset and the strength into all of the things that you want in life, it will happen. Like me, many of us were not born into the wealthiest of families, meaning we always got the shorter end of the stick. And knowing that, we know that we had to put in the most work to get to where we wanted to be. We know in order to reach all of our dreams, we would have to say no to mediocre lies. Reason being is because watching our family struggle from such a young age to the present, we no longer want that to continue on in the future generations. This is why I make sure I stay committed to my dream and my main focus, which is to break that generational curse that me and my family currently have. I wanna make sure that the future generations coming from us never goes without anything. I want to make sure that they never have any financial struggles at all. So how will I do that, you ask? Well, simply sticking to my dream. Thank you guys for tuning in to a new episode of The Rewiring. Speaking about some of my favorite holidays, health and wellness, and a little motivation for the future makes me pleased to know that you guys have consumed this information and are applying it to your lives. In the next episode, we'll discuss the school system as a whole and their plans for the upcoming academic school year. Thank you guys for tuning in. Follow my Insta at VecDepree for updates on upcoming shows. Catch me again on the next episode of The Rewiring. I'm outie! What's up, peeps? It's Vec. You're tuned in to The Rewiring, an informative and motivational podcast for young adults. I discuss current events tips on improving mental and physical state, as well as tips on how to invest into your career choices. Every topic is meant to lend a helping hand, so if you're looking for a bit of a push or a pull, then I'm your man. Stay tuned. Last episode, we talked about the COVID-19 virus. Today, we'll be discussing the 2020 presidential election and why your vote counts.
comes down to the 2020 presidential election, only the strong survives. So there are three contestants still for the runoff. And those contestants are Joe Biden, Bernie Sanders, and of course, Donald Trump. We're going to be talking about what these guys' current agenda is and what they have to offer to the people of the United States. Alright guys, so for all the information that I'm going to be stating to you guys today is from NewYorkTimes.com. So you can go and check it out yourselves for more clarification. So when it comes down to Joe Biden, he seems to have somewhat of a grudge towards Donald Trump. He states, if we give Donald Trump eight years in the White House, he will forever and fundamentally alter the character of this nation. Who we are, and I cannot stand by and watch that happen. Hmm. I think I kind of like Joe Biden. It, and I think it's mainly because it was the fact that he was Barack Obama's right-hand man. So that means that he's, he shares similar likes to Obama. So it's like, maybe he's going to get in there and do what Obama did. Some people say Barack Obama didn't do anything to help America. I beg to differ. Once again, like I stated, all of the information is coming straight from NewYorkTimes.com. So you can go and check it out for more clarification. So a couple things that Joe Biden has to offer for America is that he says that he is planning on restoring America's standing on the global stage, strengthening the economic protection for lower income workers and in industries like manufacturing and fast foods. Hmm. Sounds pretty good. Now for our next runner up is a guy that goes by the name of Bernie Sanders. Now, when it comes to Bernie Sanders, I'm I get kind of biased because just for the simple fact that he has such a caring attitude and he pays attention to some of the most ignored how do you say communities and just areas in society that makes me favor him a lot more. And now when it comes down to Sanders winning over the masses, he seems to be doing a pretty good job. And here's why. Sanders is offering Medicare for all, free college tuition for all college students. Hold on now. I am a college student currently. For all you college students out there, you should be taking heed of this. This guy might just get my vote. No, seriously. And also, he is planning on curtailing the influence of the billionaires. That's my thought. And now for the last runner-up. We can't forget him. We all know him. We all have our own beliefs and dislike or likes towards him. Donald Trump, everybody. And now when it comes down to Donald Trump, I, I suddenly get confused. No, I, I get confused a lot. Reason being, I don't know whether he's trying to make America great again or make it go down in mass destruction. Somebody please make it make sense. And here's what he has to say. Considering that we have done more than any administration in the first two years, this should be easy. More great things now in the works. Now, what do you guys think about that? Hmm. Well, while you contemplate about that, here's a couple things that Donald Trump is bringing to the table. He's planning on restricting immigration and building a wall at the Mexican border, renegotiating or canceling international deals on trade, arms control and climate change, 
withdrawing American troops from overseas. Well, 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 this seems to be a very hard one, guys. I honestly don't know who's going to win, but I'm going to go with who I like the most. And that's my guy, Joe Biden. <laughs> but I'm going to let you guys do your own choice. Let's see who's going to win on November 3rd, 2020. That's when the election takes place in full effect. Whoever this next president is going to be, all I know is he's going to have to be a strong-minded person and have to really care for the well-being of society. But once again, don't forget to vote because your vote counts. Now, speaking of wellness, let's talk a little about health and wellness and how you as a person can overall grow or help the next person with this information. Now, I know we've all reached a point in our lives where we've battled with ourselves, where we've fought against our own demons. Let's talk about it. And now today we're going to be discussing about one particular mental struggle. And that struggle goes by the name of schizophrenia. We all may be familiar with this or some of us may have necessarily never heard of this particular struggle. But we're going to be going over how we can help improve this disorder and make sure that it's prevented in the future. Now, schizophrenia is defined as a disorder that affects a person's ability to think, feel, and behave clearly. You can see an actual example of schizophrenia being portrayed in a 2015 movie called The Visit. You should check it out. According to helpguide.org, here's a couple signs to notice whether you are experiencing schizophrenia or someone around you may be experiencing this disorder. This person may be experiencing de depression, social withdrawal, hostility or suspiciousness, extreme reaction to criticism, deterioration of personal hygiene, flat expressionless gaze, inability to cry or express joy or inappropriate laughter or crying, overslipping or insomnia, forgetful, unable to concentrate, and last but not least, odd or irrational statements, strange use of words or way of speaking. Are you experiencing any of these signs or anybody you know experiencing these things? Well, if so, here's how you improve that state of being. Number one, seek social support. Whether that's a doctor or a family member, just talking to someone about it will overall improve your state of being and just help you feel a lot more better. Number two, avoid alcohol, drugs, and nicotine. Please do not use these drugs to work as an escape goat because it's overall not allowing you to overcome that particular disorder or problem that you're having in your life. It's just temporary. Number three, get plenty of sleep. You want to get sleep because this is overall going to help you focus more, help you feel much better, more energized when you wake up. You want to get sleep. It's very, very paramount. Number four, manage stress. Stop thinking so much. Start thinking more positive thoughts. And this will overall improve 
your energy, and your mind. Number five, exercise regularly. I just I just left from an outside workout. You want to exercise. You want to get out there and do the things that are going to help you clear your mind for the moment. It doesn't matter whether it's lifting weights or calisthenics. It does not matter. It's just exercise clears your mind and just helps you stay focused and just keep you strong-minded overall. And last but not least, eat regular, nutritious meals. You know the saying, you are what you eat. Eat things that are going to leave once you're done eating is going to have you energized rather than having you sluggish and want to lay down, go to sleep, make you depressed. Pay attention to what you're eating. It's very important. What you put in is what you get out. Remember that. And what you're eating is going to, if you're eating more energized things like fruits and vegetables, it's going to help build your mindset. It's going to help cleanse your mind of those toxins. Everything plays a part. So you definitely want to keep those things in mind. So that you can help yourself or anyone else who is experiencing schizophrenia grow. And never experience those signs or symptoms again. According to Dr. CB, rest in peace to him. He believed that eating certain foods and avoiding others could detoxify the body. And not only did he mean detoxifying the body physically, he also meant it mentally. Because what you eat very much influences what your mind thinks on a regular. You have to believe that and you have to remember that. Because that is very crucial when it comes to the well-being of you as a person. Speaking of eating regular nutritious meals, you should start thinking about preparing your own meals why because you know what's in it you know what you like you know how much how less and pretty much that's it for that start preparing your own meals because it's much more healthier that way you don't eat too much even if you start prepping your meals you won't eat too much you know exactly how much you need at this particular time prepare your own meals also you should start reading the labels Start turning around the cans or the packages and seeing what's inside of what you're eating. You never know. The, the, the world is corrupt, so you don't know what people are actually putting in these foods. You may be allergic. It may cause symptoms for you to get sick or anything like that. Start reading the labels. You should start focusing on how you feel after eating. I stated this earlier. How do you feel after eating that particular food? Does it make you energized or sluggish? Pick your poison. And now, I know for most of you guys, you're at a particular time in your lives where you're trying to figure things out. You're trying to see what's your route and what's best for you. You want to find your dream job. Something that's going to stick and bring in constant money flow. 
Well, today I'm going to just be bringing to you guys an opportunity that can potentially set you up for the future. And to one day reach whatever it is your main dream and goals are. This particular opportunity allows you to have the luxury to work from your own home. I am a part of Trade House Investment Group, a branch in the foreign exchange market full of investors who invest our money into the market, a $7.3 trillion market to be exact, in order to gain profit straight from our phones at home or wherever it is that we decide to do our work. Now, that is how I make a living. It is something that I love to do, which is why I mentioned it to you guys, so that it gives you guys another way to make profit. All right. So what I recommend for you guys is to find what you are talented in. Find what you love to do, what you're passionate about, because your very own God given talent can make you money. It can be from anything from dancing to singing. If those are your talents, you should express it. Try out for things like America's Got Talent. Make sure that people see your talent. And you never know, you might even get signed. You might even get a label. You'll never know unless you try. With that being said, you guys get out there and show the world what you have to offer. Market yourselves. You know the saying, use it or lose it. Thank you guys again for tuning in to a new episode of The Rewiring. Speaking about the updated presidential election, health and wellness, and a little motivation for the future makes me pleased to know that you guys have consumed this information and are applying it to your lives. In the next episode, we'll be talking about what the people are doing to pass the time while in the quarantine. Thank you guys for tuning in again. Follow my Insta at VecDupree for updates on upcoming shows. Catch me again on the next episode of The Rewiring. I'm outie! What's up, peeps? It's Vec. You're tuned in to The Rewiring, an informative and motivational podcast for young adults. I discuss current events, tips on improving mental and physical state, as well as tips on how to invest into your career choices. Every topic is meant to lend a helping hand, so if you're looking for a bit of a push or pull, then I'm your man. Stay tuned. Today, I'm going to be talking about the global pandemic, the coronavirus. As we all know, the entire world is experiencing a common enemy by the name of the coronavirus. Everywhere, everyone are going to great extent to assure that they do not come in contact with this virus. Wait, let me emphasize great extent. If you don't believe me, check it out. Fun fact, I was watching Michael Blackson's live just yesterday. And if you guys don't know who that is, he's an African comedian from Ghana. He was joined by one of his followers who were actually bathing themselves in hand sanitizer. Like they were actually using it as lotion. Now, I don't know if this was a joke, but this person made it very firm as to why they were doing it. As you can see, this is a very serious matter. And this may very much be the reason that we are running out of hand sanitizer today. Now, here's some information about the virus that you all should know. According to ncdhhs.gov, COVID-19 is a disease 
that was identified in late 2019 in Wuhan, China, and was declared a pandemic on March 11th. COVID-19 is an international, national, and North Carolina public health emergency. Now, if you notice, the date says 2019, but most of us Americans only found out about this pandemic in 2020. Now, the question is, what exactly is this pandemic? Studies show that it's a group of viruses that can cause illness in animals and humans as well. Some coronaviruses commonly circulate in the U.S. and usually cause upper respiratory symptoms such as cough or runny nose, although some can cause more serious illnesses. And this disease is said to be able to spread through air by coughing or sneezing through close personal contact, including touching and shaking hands, or through touching your nose. And with that being said, in the U.S. alone, there has been 755,000 confirmed cases, 66,000 who recovered, and 40,000 deaths. Reading those numbers, I'm like, wow, this is like actually a movie. This is like something that you would see in a movie. It's unreal. Many people have lost their lives, and this virus continues to claim more and more each day. So I just want to say rest in peace to all of those people who lost their lives due to this virus. And God bless to those families who are currently dealing with this virus and are currently dealing with the pain of losing one of their loved ones. So with that being said, we must take action to put out this wildfire. There are ways to prevent anybody else from losing their lives to this pandemic. According to NCDHHS, here are some ways to prevent the disease from further spreading. First, you should start by washing your hands frequently with soap and water for at least 20 seconds at a time. Avoid touching your eyes, nose, and mouth with unwashed hands. Avoid close contact with people who are ill. Cover your mouth and nose with a tissue when you sneeze or cough. Do not reuse tissue after coughing, sneezing, or blowing your nose. And lastly, clean and disinfect surfaces that are frequently touched. Now, if we all practice these consistently, we will soon beat the virus and claim our lives back. To add on, although this virus holds such a bad name, it has its positives. I noticed a few things since we've been on lockdown due to the virus. Families are becoming closer to each other, you know? People are becoming more spiritually connected with whatever it is that they believe in. And lastly, people are overall practicing healthier lifestyle choices. And I must say... There truly is always light in the darkness. Now, during this pandemic, many of us suffer from mental disorders that seems to drain us of all of our positive energy. Some of us already struggled with mental disorders prior to this pandemic spread, but the pandemic only increased the severity of our mental states. Now, you all may be familiar with this particular struggle because it has a habit of killing joy, and it goes by the name of depression. Depression is a common and serious medical illness that negatively affects how you act. Fortunately, it is also treatable. Depression causes feelings of sadness and or loss of interest in activities once enjoyed. It can lead to the variety of emotional and physical problems and can cause a decrease in person's ability to function at work or at home. According to Psychiatric.org, here are a list of symptoms that you can take notice of early in its stages. 1. Feeling sad or having a depressed mood. Loss in interest or pleasure in activities once enjoyed. Changes in appetite, weight loss, or gain unrelated to dieting. 
trouble sleeping or sleeping too much, loss of energy or increased fatigue, increase in purposely physical activity or slow movements and speech, feeling worthless or guilty, difficulty thinking, concentrating or making decisions, and thoughts of death or suicide. Wow. Some of these I've noticed even in myself, and I made sure to pay close attention to my emotions, specifically during this pandemic, simply because it is a very crucial time to have a strong mindset. A way to actually improve your depressive symptoms are by actually practicing good lifestyle habits such as exercising and having proper diets. According to WebMD.com, foods that contain omega-3 fatty acids and vitamin B12 are known to enhance the moods of people who suffer with depression. You can receive these nutrients from seafoods like salmon and tuna. And for vegetarians, nuts, soybeans, and dark green veggies. Speaking of the proper nutrition, we all know that during this pandemic, we should follow proper precautions in order to prevent the spread of the virus. But we should also practice eating proper foods to help our immune system fight off any chances of coming in contact with the virus. Here are some foods that can help strengthen your immune system according to WebD.com. First, elderberry, which are loaded with antioxidants, budded mushrooms, which provides you with mineral selenium to fight off the flu, oysters, which contains zinc and helps create more white blood cells. If you guys like low-fat yogurt, they contain probiotics and vitamin D. And lastly, spinach. It is a superfood that provides much nutrients that repairs the DNA. Now, exercise is also known to help with depression. It works as an antidepressant for some people. And even for myself, I've noticed that whenever I needed a good mental cleanse, exercise does that for me. Yoga and aerobic exercises are known to help soothe the mind and put the body in a more relaxed state. Meditation also plays a key role in helping with depression because you will begin to become at one with yourself and learn to be at peace more often. During this particular time in all of our lives, we mustn't waste this valuable time doing the same things that we were doing before the spread of the virus. Now, most of us spend most of our times on the inside, meaning this gives us the opportunity to work on areas in our lives that we are slacking, such as becoming a better businessman or a better businesswoman. Now, we all know in order to maintain a successful business, you must attain a particular skill set in order to make it to the next level and to assure the success of your business in the long term. After doing some research on my own, according to wikihow.com, in order to become a successful businessman or businesswoman, you must first educate yourself. Put in after hours work, because most won't. Seek the guidance of a mentor so that you can observe some of their knowledge for the good of your business life. Prioritize tasks, which is self-explanatory. And lastly, Stop procrastinating. Procrastination was a big one for me and still is today. Why? Because I continuously convince myself that I'll get to it later, but I never actually do. It'll definitely push back success because it definitely did for me. But it's a lesson well learned. I have applied these skill sets to my very own business so that I am 100% sure of myself when it comes to making important decisions. Just a little about what I do. I'm a Forex investor making consistent profit just by applying these skill sets and more to my very own business. And I must say, they are magnificent. And the reason I say they are magnificent because I've actually seen 
the results from applying these things to my lifestyle. There is no absolute reason why any of us at all should not be successful. We have the capability to reach all of our dreams. There are no limitations. No limitations at all. If you have a vision, you must continue to seek that vision at any cost. You should never let anything block you from your success. If there does come endeavors, overcome those endeavors because overcoming those endeavors will overall make you stronger. And when you are stronger, there is absolutely nothing that can hold you back from your success and your dreams and your passions. That mindset can be applied to any area in your life. It doesn't matter what it is that you want to do with your life. It doesn't matter your career choices. It does not matter. As long as you have this that mindset and apply this to your life, you will be successful. You will be the best. You will never be the same person that you were months ago, weeks ago, days ago. You will have then transformed into the better version of you. The reason I say all of this is because I've seen this. I've actually done it. I've applied these skills to my life and I've seen where it's gotten me. I remember being that lazy, procrastinating person. Yes, I still have some of those characteristics, but I've improved. You must grow each and every day. You must not stay stagnant. If you stay stagnant, you will not succeed. Simple as that. You must grow. You must grow. You must push on. Adopting the characteristics of a good businessman or businesswoman will not only help within your business. This skill set will help you with your life as a whole. So I challenge you all to apply this knowledge and I guarantee you, you won't even recognize yourself anymore. So with that being said, let's get to work. Thank you everyone for tuning in to a new episode of The Rewiring. Speaking about the severity of COVID-19, health and wellness, and a little motivation for the future makes me pleased to know that you guys have consumed this information and are applying it to your lives. In the next episode, we'll be discussing the 2020 presidential election. Thank you guys for tuning in. Follow my Insta at Vec Dupree for updates on upcoming shows. Catch me again on the next episode of The Rewiring. I'm outie!